This can't go on. I must inform the law. Can this still be real or just some crazy dream? But I feel drawn towards the chanting hordes. Seem to mesmerise. Can't avoid their eyes. 666, the number of the beast. 666, the one for you and me. I'm coming back. I will return. And I'll possess your body and I'll make you burn. I have the fire. I have the force. I have the power to make my evil take its course. Yes, that's from The Number of the Beast by Iron Maiden. Ladies and gentlemen, and other variations thereupon, start your engines. This is Too Faff, Too Curious. Sean Khalif from Man. Money's the motivation. Money's the conversation. You on vacation. We getting paid, so we on vacation. I did it for the fam. Welcome everybody to the sixth instalment of Modern Escapism's Fast and Furious specials with myself, Biggie, and my host and our esteemed editor, Gadget. Hello. And we're covering another attempt at driving them to the box office success of Fast and Furious 6. Uh, we have decided to renew our leases and we are now the newer improved models. So... <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. We have uh, been mega busy um, with a scorched sheep, all sorts of bits and pieces. So we apologise to all our listeners that have been following this, but we, we just had to take a break. There was too much going on. But we are back. Yes. And we're not happy about it, but we're back. <laughs> no, we, we are not happy. <laughs> we, we are, are not, not amused at the slightest. Not happy bunnies. But anyway, I thought we'd uh, quickly have uh, a quick recap of the first five movies. Okay, so first five movies. So we start off with uh, with uh, Brian, played by Paul Walker, who is um, a street racer, but he's not really a street racer. He's an undercover cop uh, trying to take down Dominic Toretto's gang, who's played by Vin Diesel, who are stealing fucking DVD players in the year 2000, <laughs> because that's a thing, apparently. Um, uh, it turns out that everyone's shit. Um, Paul, is, Paul Walker's character, Brian, is especially shit. It's a well over uh, because, the top you know, heist, I, isn't it, as well, to get those DVDs? Oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a ridiculous organization. But yeah, so 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 um, so Brian, you know, he he falls in love with uh, with, with Dom's big bulging muscles and uh, ends up just committing crimes. Then following that, <laughs> um, yeah, just completely forsaking his place in the police. Then he moves, he goes over to Miami where we get Tyrese involved. Yeah. Um, who was worse. Yes. Um, <laughs> when you thought they, shit couldn't get any lower. <laughs> yeah. And for the second film, and we start dealing with international drug barons, and yeah, it, it gets bad. Because these and are the then, best men for the job. 
Yeah, and then you know they 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 decided that you know maybe it didn't work out. Maybe they'll try and reboot the franchise. So they went over to Tokyo where we met the the worst <laughs> the worst person in Forest. I'm trying to actually remember his name, Lucas Black's character. <laughs> Forest is um, fine. Yeah, Forest is fine. Um, and things got worse. Um, more crimes were committed. <laughs> Um, both to both to human decency and the law, um, but cars drove sideways, which was fun. I yes. that bit was fun. The drifting was um, good. Then, the, the, then, then a fourth film happened, and it shouldn't have. Um, it really shouldn't have, because that because that was that was an abortion. That was a. But film. that's where we, you know, that's where we brought um, Brian and Dom back together in, in in home erotic glory. Mm. That that fight scene, man, that fight scene. Um, again, international criminal gangs and drug runners and shit like that, and driving, lots of dry- tunnels, tunnels on the border, all that That's kind right. of thing. Yep. Um, Jesus. And then we got Fast Five, which um, the, the, the well, Rock, the, the Rock joined the gang. And we thought this was going to improve. Everyone was saying it was. No, no, they, they drove us safe through the city. <laughs> drove us safe through the city. <laughs> Oh, and 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 and, um, and and you know Letty died, but then there was the post-credit scene where Letty's alive. Yes, didn't see that um, coming. And of course, you fucking saw that coming. Of course, you fucking saw it coming. <laughs> this franchise. So yeah, that's kind of what happened. Lots of driving, lots of muscles and posing, and uh, lots of far too many times of saying the word family, um, <laughs> and 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 more grey hairs on me. Perfect. I think that was a brilliant recap and <laughs> probably saves everybody else who hasn't seen these movies are better off just listening to that. It's much more enjoyable. Yeah. So yes, so here we are. We are with Final Fantasy 6. Final Fantasy? Fuck you now. Fast and <laughs> Furious 6. Previous to FF6 for far too long, haven't Yeah, we? FF6. So these films are revered by so many fans around the world, but we just don't get it. The plot or scripts that each movie down somehow, and the acting is appalling at times. I mean, I can watch a dumb action movie, a no-brainer, but <sighs> these films are worse than that. Oh yeah, absolutely, significantly. And they're not improving. No, so no, no. And pe- pe- people have been saying like six is one of the better ones. And it's like, is it? Is it? Yeah, it's just uh, yeah. I don't see any improvement yet, but we'll get to that. So, FF6, again, directed by Justin Lin. Metacritic score of 61%. Rotten Tomatoes, 71%. Mind-boggling. Too high. Way too high. I could go through the cast list, but it's exactly the same people from all the previous movies. You really don't well, need to know. The, well, the, 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 only, the only two new ones. So, you've got... It's Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, Dwayne Johnson, Michelle Rodriguez, Georgiana Brewster, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, and Sun Kang. Yep. All the same from the last film. Um, but you now have Luke Evans in as the baddie. The gorgeous Luke Evans. And Gina Carano in as um as as the as the Rock's assistant. Yes, Riley Hicks. And that is it, basically. Riley Hicks. <laughs> so, should we get going? Oh, if we must. The movie begins. Gears changing, stairs, winding road, concentration, pedals, could tie at any point. Yep, they're yeah. going down a country road again, perilous to their lives. But are they racing? No. They're literally on their way because guess what? They're having a baby. But it's not Paul 
and Dom that's having this uh, baby. It is, in fact, Brian and his beloved... I forgot her name now. What's her name in the movie? Mia. Mia. Having a baby. Yeah, so, yeah Dom, so luckily, Dom's sister. No one died on the way. No one died on the way. Nothing exploded. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I did, I, I did mark down in my notes. 30 seconds in, we're already downshifting. <laughs> Literally. And then when they arrive at... I'm not quite sure what it is. It looks like it's a hospital. It could be a monastery. I mean, there's nuns there. Who knows what's going on? But, uh, yeah, it's a hospital. The baby apparently has already been born, so Brian was clearly off racing instead of actually being there through with his wife. Um, yeah. Weird thing is, Brian hangs on to every word that Dom says at this point. He's literally about to go <laughs> and see his child, and then he's more interested in what Dom has to say. I think he wishes he was really having Dom's baby. I but think um, so, yeah. Yeah, we get a recap of what's been happening in the credits. Um, so it's kind of literally what we've just done, but it was in their credit form. Um, Ours was better. Yeah, and then uh, the team are all together on the beach. I mean, it's just like a TV series now. They're literally walking towards the camera all along, lined up on the beach together. It's such a weird moment. We, we, it really needed like a like a, a Hall & Oates kind of backing track mm. there, didn't it? Like a, something really kind of saccharine in the 80s. Totally, totally. <laughs> so following their successful heist in Brazil, if you want to call it that, Dom Toretto and his professional criminal crew have fled around the world and now living peacefully. Dom lives with his new um, squeeze, Elena Neves, his sister oh, Mia. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah the, the, the policewoman from the last one whose husband was killed. Yeah, is now madly yeah. in love with Dom. And, I have the feeling that the feelings aren't mutual. <laughs> um, his sister Mia lives with Brian O'Connor and their son, Jack. Um, Giselle Yashar, I think her name is, and Han Lu. Han's in it again. Fantastic. The guy that yeah. died three films ago is still going. That's yep. some comeback. Um, and, of course, Roman Pierce and Tej Parker live in luxury as well. Yeah, fucking bombing around in the same sports car. <laughs> It's all very weird. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then to get the movie going, we finally meet up with DSS agents Luke Hobbs and Riley Hicks. Oh, no, it's Carano. Um, and they investigate the destruction of a Russian military convoy, which um, was destroyed by a crew led by a former British SAS major and special ops soldier. Of course he is, Owen Shaw. Okay, so I have some issues with this. One, I do too. I mean, Baron... Bear in mind the times that we're in now, notwithstanding. Why are the Americans investigating a, a terrorist attack on a Russian convoy? What is the jurisdiction here? I just don't get it. <laughs> why? They never really established why Owen Shaw wants to steal bits of a nuclear fucking bomb. Yep. Um. Also, you know, we have the... We have the very... F I assume it's a, supposed to be a fun misdirect scene where... Where where Luke Hobbs is breaking many laws with a man who looks like Vin Diesel, yeah, who um who I I, I referred to in my notes as Bin Petrol, <laughs> um, just Unleaded Dave, just, yeah, just beating the shit out of this man in in, in a cell <laughs> to find out the information about Owen Shaw, um, like international incident kind of beating the shit out of somebody like like Hobbs is. He's DSS, like he's not like CIA black site kind of thing. You can't get away with brutalizing some random civilian. I mean, he smashed not. that room up, let alone 
the person oh, yeah. he was in um, supposed to be uh, interrogating. It was insane. Yeah. Absolutely insane. And also, oh, yeah. Also, not forgetting as well, like, um, and I just put this in my notes as well, when Gina Carano turned up, I did point out to my notes, oh, look, there's a Nazi in this. <laughs> because if everyone remembers, she got binned off from The Mandalorian for being a Nazi. Yeah. And she will... Terrible person. Forever be referred to as, oh, no, it's Carano in this. Um, oh, yes. So, <laughs> Hobbs persuades Dom to help capture Shaw for reasons by showing him a photo of his supposedly murdered wife, Letty. And yep. his current squeeze says it's okay to go. Cool beans. Don't oh, worry yeah. about our yeah. relationship. You go on and find your ex, dead wife, or whatever you want to refer to. It's all yeah. good. It's fine. You go ahead. Yeah. Hobbs also utters the line while talking to Dom, hit like thunder and disappear like smoke. <laughs> Which is... It, it, it's up there with the veggies line. Oh, it definitely. I mean, there's some corkers in this. Um, and then, of course, we've got to get the gang together because he can't do it on his own. He has to get everybody involved. So then all of a oh, sudden... Poor, poor, poor Tyrese and his airline hookers. <laughs> yeah, it's just he's obviously the player. Um, and then we Fucking randomly Tyrese. end up in, I think it was Hong Kong or China. Um where Giselle and Han seem to be uh, just supposedly keeping their heads down and, you know, trying to blend in. And instead, they decide to show off gum foo when they're suddenly being arrested and outnumbered by some corrupt police that want to take him in. It's just, yeah. where, where did that all come from? All of a sudden, they're martial artists with guns. It's just bizarre. It looks cool on film, but just so random. Utterly, utterly random. I also, I also did wonder, like, so at, at the end of the last thing that they, the, 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 what they got away with was what a hundred million dollars, mm-hmm. which was split between them. How can Roman afford a private jet? <laughs> like he's rich, but he's not private jet rich. Yeah, they're not uh, retired yet, are they? Not, if not, he's going to spend his money that way. Well, uh, unless he plans to go out in a cocaine and hooker orgy or something, I don't know. But he. <laughs> And then there's that scene where uh, Brian and Dom go back to uh, Brian's place and they're promoting Fast and Furious merchandise by converting a baby uh, into their car cult at an early age. Just really weird. <laughs> Do you remember that scene with the little yeah. <laughs> fast yeah, it gives car? Yeah, it gives them a, a toy charger or something like that, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Very weird. Um, Brian hates clearly being a law-abiding citizen and prefers being a criminal than a family man. Um, and then again, randomly, he's just had a baby with Mia. He's supposed to be this family man, not getting into trouble, unless, of course, it's a dangerous problem that they've got to deal with it as a family. And Mia says, "Go ahead. It's about family. You've just created a family, and you're sending your so, husband away. It's just so. The, I mean, I mean, the internal logic for for this one makes sense because basically, because uh, Hobbs has offered them amnesty on all their previous crimes. So basically, they can return to America. Yeah. Which is what they all want, because, you know, yippee motherfuckers, they're American. They want to go back to America. Fine. I get that. What I don't get is uh, Hobbs seems to have an unlimited budget for military-scale endeavours. Why is he bringing in this bunch of chuckle fucks? <laughs> so the guy, so the short guy can drive. Who gives a fucking shit? They're American. Bomb the shit out of them. Do what they do best. Yeah, get Limbus Hamilton to drive. But Mia will be happier knowing that they're safer together than actually taking the mission on. 
<laughs> anyway, Dominic's crew accept the mission in exchange for that amnesty, um, allowing them to return to the States. And then um, you get this this random uh, quote, if you blind a soldier for a second in the middle of a fight, he dies. Blind a country for 24 hours, the loss of life is unthinkable. And I actually yeah. found out that, that is actually based on an original quote from uh, some Russian um, war commander or something actually spoke that. I wonder where that came from. And it is an actual quote, but why <laughs> the rock seems to suddenly use this, I don't know. I have no idea. But it's not very well explained, like you say, why this guy suddenly wants this nuclear arsenal, why he's trying to get all these pieces together. But anyway, in London, Shaw's hideout is found out. But this is soon revealed to be a trap as he distracts them and the police while Shaw's crew perform a heist completely elsewhere at Interpol building. Shaw flees by using a custom car, which is just... It, it looks cool, but it's ridiculous. Um, bulletproof, it's apparently. It's a little fucking git car. It's a little, a little fucking kit car with a wedge on the front. It looks like something out of Robot Wars. <laughs> and it's bulletproof except for the tyres. No one thought to shoot at the tyres because they're completely unprotected. Well, I mean... I mean, I mean let, let, let's, let's just bring things into this. For starters, why the fuck is Luke Evans in this? Like, it has been proved this man can act and possibly doesn't need the money, so why is he in this? Also, why is Dom's crew brought in for this mega massive terrorist bullshit? They're <laughs> car thieves, or technically they're DVD player thieves. <laughs> um, they bring back the fucking sci-fi stop the car technology with people firing shit out that disables cars. Yeah. Um, but you know when fucking Brian's car gets hit, what does he? He does a power slide against the car. Oh, that was the just fucker off. incredible. He can't oh even see God. where that goober is and somehow manages to get it clipped off his car using, um, what was it, a wall or something he used to knock that off? Yeah. It no, was, it was a bollard. A bollard. It fuck- yeah, yeah, it was ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> it looked cool, but yeah, sorry, just not having it. I'd, I do appreciate that this is in London, so we do get diesel vectors. They they appear. I do like a voxel vector in a film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've also got sweaty would- Hobbs back as well. Was in the car yeah. with Ono Corona here. Yeah, is sweating profusely. What, 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 one of the major points on this car chase, which fine, apart from the fact that the shooting schedule seems to be weird and they're bouncing all the way around central London, um, as if you know, if you've ever driven through London, like I've driven through London once, and I can tell that they're on different sides of London in different yeah. shots. I learned to drive there, but and I can't stress this enough, and I feel that this is an important point, critical to the film. The Met Police don't use automatic weapons fire out of a car. <laughs> they just don't do that. <laughs> I appreciate it's an action film, but you're in England. We do things properly here. We don't shoot from the window of a speeding car. My God. Imagine if that happened in real... Imagine the fucking news. <laughs> And then you have, um, during that chase, Sweaty Hobbs literally risks his life to just eventually hurdle a parking barrier, barrier only. That's all yeah. he does, is literally jump from the moving car to try and get onto the other one. Misses completely and just about makes it over a barrier. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. So then um, it turns out that Letty 
is actually part of Shaw's gang. Um, ends oh, up. I hate this so much. Ends up confronting Dom, but she doesn't remember what who he is. So she shoots him without hesitation before escaping. Should have aimed for the head. <laughs> it would have made this series more interesting. Mm. Back at the headquarters, apart from Dom, no one else is injured. They're all perfectly fine, considering their cars have been flipped by 100 feet in the air, rolled a billion times. They're all fine. Oh, Dom's not that injured. He's got a fucking bandage on. He's fine. <laughs> Hobbs tells Dom's crew that sure is stealing components to create a deadly device that can shut down all power, intending to sell it to the highest bidder. So that's what this is apparently all about. No, right. Oh, yeah, massive EMP bomb. That was it. Okay. Yeah. But it's just a MacGuffin at the end of the day. It means nothing. Meanwhile, Shaw's investigation into the opposing crew reveals Letty's relationship with Dom. Oh! But, dun, dun, dun. She, but she is revealed to be suffering from amnesia. Okay, people need to stop putting amnesia into films as a convenient way to bring back a dead character. I'm sorry. It's the laziest trope in films. And this is already a very fucking lazy series. There's literally a picture of her sitting on Dom's lap on, the, I think it was on their wedding day. And she yeah. looks at it with just no recollection. Clearly, it's her in that picture. You know, it, it, it should have something there. But no, it's nothing. Although I did quite like her line um, when she had a go at the uh, the big geezer. She went, you've just gone from team muscle to team pussy, which did make me chuckle. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. But from Dominic's crew learns that Shaw is connected to a drug lord who was imprisoned by Brian. So now we've got other people from other movies being brought in. We're, oh. we're back to Braga again. And just just this, this learning experience that they have when they go to the fucking yard to try and find out where Shaw got these cars from. There is a scene where you've got Tej and Roman stood above just chatting between each other while fucking Giselle and Carano's, I think it's Carano's character, go down to try and be, use their feminine wiles. That's right. On, And it just like, did anyone else get the impression that scene was possibly the most misogynistic thing in this series so far? I mean, I even wrote, where, where did I write it down there? Roman enjoying his fear with a side of misogyny. <laughs> I have it that they're just keeping watch. And then they, Letty and the bad guys, one and two, turn up. And that they only come into action when the firing starts. At no point do they try and warn them that people have turned up with guns. They're just standing there letting them get on with it. It's hilarious. You got, you, you got the, guy in the guy in the garage who they're trying to get information from saying, now problem treacle. <laughs> No, no one talks like that. <laughs> and you got that cringeworthy scene where uh, Tej tries to purchase several cars from an auction, and then it turns into some weird farce. If you remember about the uh, the posh oh, guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to I get did, into... Actually, to be fair, I did. I, I didn't mind that one so much. I thought. I hated it. I thought it was highly convenient of, of what happened. I, I I certainly didn't like the kind of the, the second bit to it when they get the cars, but the first bit of it, I thought. Okay, that was actually slightly funny. I'm, I quite enjoy, but what, because it's British, we have to have farce in the movie because we're in England. No, it, it wouldn't it happen was, if it, they were in the States. Do you know what I mean? It was just. <coughs> I, think it, I think it was just the uh, the back and forth. I, I, it amused me. Oh, it wasn't great, but it amused me. At least one of us was amused. I wasn't shouting at it, shall we say. <laughs> so then, I did also write in my notes, the fuck is this maitre d'? 
(laughs) (laughs) And then, because we need action in this movie at this point, they suddenly decide it's all going to break out. So um, you have Ono Carano then ends up fighting Letty in the underground subway, which seems to be linked to exactly where they are. Yeah, fights fights across three different tube stations. And it takes her literally an afternoon to attach the handcuffs to Letty. I mean, she's a trained military <laughs> per, You know, she should have had the cuffs on bang on straight away, but it took that entire fight since to try and get those cuffs on her. The fights oh, were yeah. great, but they were just too long. They were just, it was fighting for fighting's sake. You know, they, they were well choreographed. and I can't deny that. They looked good, but it just went on for too long. And I mean, you've got Letty and Ono Carano throwing each other, smashing each other into walls, headbutting walls. I mean... Why are you going to be dead? <laughs> I've bumped my head on a wall before. It hurts. I stop. <laughs> and, deal with the, <laughs> and deal with the pain. It's not fun. Um, and then all of a sudden, after all of this, everybody runs off and escapes, apart from the, um, they've got Letty. They're back at their so-called base. They now apparently have a base. And they're hacking mm, into yeah. phones and getting gadgets, no relation, from anywhere out of the blue. Where, where are these gadgets coming from? Well, let's, let's not forget also, you know, the, the, that one singular office that controls all of the CCTV in London that, that the rock community went to to threaten somebody. <laughs> yes, because there is one office that controls every single one. And it just so happened that a manager of that office may be slightly paid off by Shaw <laughs> so that he could turn off the cameras in the right order to let them get away. Oh, my. Oh, how fun for us. We get to have the rock threaten a British person. America going, now that's efficient. You only need one office to run cameras over there. <laughs> like, like Tesh does make a good point in the film. It's just like, like, like he loves London because like there's so many cameras. Like, you know, we are the most of it. That is the most surveilled city in the country, in, mm-hmm. in the world. It's like, I thought they were going to make an interesting point there, but no, <laughs> they just set it up for a shit set of dialogue. <laughs> So meanwhile, while this is going on, they decide the best plan is to actually put Brian back in prison, which I didn't disagree with, to be perfectly honest. I thought, let's get him out of here and put him in prison. Much better. But, oh, God. Uh, that whole sequence that fucking go back to America. Assault your former co-worker. <laughs> get into the prison. Somehow, somehow people are doing him favours after he fucked his entire career over. And he goes into prison. And then you've got the... You've got to wait until nighttime until until the guy that he put in prison, the uh, Braga, which is yeah Arturo Braga, comes in to threaten him. At which point Brian decides to just go fucking ham, assault this guy, <coughs> somehow manage to disable the two goons with shivs that came with them, <laughs> kick the shit out of him, get the name, and then somehow, while all of this is going on, be allowed to leave. <laughs> <laughs> and it- How does any of that happen? And he even got his former, like you say, the, the guy that he smashed into a wall in the other movie to help him with this as a favour. He breaks his nose again. <laughs> well, he's in solitary confinement. How am I going to get solitary confinement? I'm really sorry about this. Boom, breaks his he fucking nose. He didn't need nose. to do He could attack somebody else. He, the poor guy that's helping him just got beaten up again. It's amazing. Oh, this guy's clearly a fucking simp for Brian. Absolutely. So, um, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he has the big fight. Um, he gets allowed to leave for reasons we don't know. Um, but it, it does turn out that um, Shaw apparently helped um, Braga build this drug cartel 
and says Letty survived the explosion that seemingly killed her. Shaw took her in after discovering her amnesia because, of course, why wouldn't you take somebody in who has amnesia? They're not going to need support and help throughout that. Braga also warns Brian that the only way he can get close to Shaw is if only Shaw wants him to. So with the mm. FBI's help, thank God the director decided to remind us that the girls in hot pants and fast cars go hand in hand. We're back to a yeah. street race again. Yeah. Also, just just on this one, like Letty forgot everything except how to drive. Mm. Would have thought that it's not a fine motor skill. It's something you learn and you get instinctual with, but... Might, might have forgot it just conveniently she just basically forgot everything everything around dom about her life but she knew how to drive yeah so again makes yeah. no sense dom i'll tell you something else that doesn't make sense i just because i've got it in a note here it seems like the best place to bring this up in shaw's gang uh the the only the only black guy in the gang is called ivory I didn't pick that up. no one else picked that one up no nope, nope. he's called ivory is that supposed to be ironic? <laughs> is it? I do like the bit where um, is it Roman turns around, or is it Tej that say we're we're basically chasing ourselves? Yeah, <laughs> which I did like because it's basically what every movie is with these lot. Yeah, um, and and also we've ha- we have had the introduction of the 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 NOS powered grapple launcher. Oh my god! <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Like we've said before, Nos is is, is a character in these films. Yeah. Clearly, the the amount of screen time it gets, <laughs> but yeah, it, it Tej straps a cannon Nos to the grapple launcher because reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure anyone who thinks to do that needs to be sectioned yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that's not a good idea for anybody. No. So uh, yeah, Dom challenges Letty in a street racing competition. And then, again, he's still trying to get through that amnesia because he knows what he's doing. He returns the cross necklace that he kept. Yeah, still... of, course the way, of course the way she was going to remember who Dom is was because of his fucking driving. <laughs> My God. <laughs> oh. oh, it hurts. It just hurts so much. You that ridiculous thing where they're comparing battle scars with a fucking spinning camera going around. I thought it was going to be sick. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, they lifted the. You gave me this one. Well, what about this one? And oh my fuck off! <laughs> Here's where I had a colonoscopy. Let's <coughs> <laughs> go from that. You need a better doctor, man. <laughs> After uh, Letty leaves, Shaw offers Dom a chance to walk away, threatening to otherwise hurt his family, but Dom refuses. So after everybody regroups, they're back in the team with London. Tej somehow manages to track Shaw's next attack to a Spanish NATO base because of reasons. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm, bu- I'm building up to a big one. Yeah, keep going, but I'm building up to a big one with this. <laughs> Shaw's crew assaults a highway military convoy carrying a computer chip to complete his device. Dom's crew interferes while Shaw, accompanied by Letty, commandeers a tank. Oh, I forgot about the tank scene. I'd blocked it from my memory. <laughs> what a stupid fucking... I get that people like the dumb action. I like dumb action. Mm-hmm. But this is fantasy. This is just off the fucking... Whoever wrote and conceived of this scene... I say wrote with the biggest fucking qu- uh, quote marks around it. They must have been high. 
or on they had to be on coke or something like that because it doesn't who who in their right mind would think up a scene like this and who in their right mind would think up an ending to a scene like this <laughs> with fucking oh someone stuck a rope on the on the on the thing on the on the cannon on the tank so it can't turn around so they send letty outside to to fucking turn it around she gets the rope off just to, just in time for the cannon to swing round and the tank to crash launching her into the air so what does dom do he drives up against the central reservation launches himself through the windscreen of his car, catches her mid-air <laughs> over a fucking canyon. Why? Why is this a thing? Why? Who conceives of this utter Superman bullshit? These are human beings. <laughs> and lands. I said in the last one, I said in the last one, driving is not a superpower. They shouldn't be able to do this. He should be dead she should be dead they should all be so fucking dead it's un- they stole a tank from nato how have they not got an airstrike on them it's just insane oh the way God. that he lands on the car to save her and it's just like i didn't know it'd be there i just knew it. you know what i mean it was just oh my god yeah. It's, I can't believe they stole a tank for a three dollar chip. And Hobbs says that chip is more dangerous than a thousand tanks. And I thought, well, no, actually, this crew is after all of that shit show. The damage that was done by that scene—they are just... putting up people's car insurance. <laughs> Absolutely. So then, Shaw uh, and his crew are finally captured. But it's revealed that, in fact, Mia has been kidnapped. Why wasn't she put safe in the first place? I said this from the beginning. If Brian had stayed with her, they would have probably been fine. But Shaw's henchman, Vague, uh, Vague, probably Vague. I'm going to go with Vague and Klaus. Hobbs is forced. To be German, didn't they? Of course. Hobbs is forced to release Shaw, and uh, Ono Carano is finally revealed to be Shaw's covert accomplice as she leaves with him. Letty, for reasons, decides to remain with Dom even though, really, it still hasn't all come back yet. Right, okay. So, we got to break this one down, right? They're on a NATO base. They have stopped Shaw's plan. Why do they give him the time to talk? <laughs> Why do they give him the opportunity to make a threat? Why does NATO give two fucks about Mia? <laughs> Why does NATO give this man the opportunity... <laughs> to bargain and why does NATO let this man and his traitorous assistant walk away <laughs> furthermore why does the NATO commander not have the rock shot when the rock holds a gun to his head because <laughs> as is standard all law enforcement aligned towards Dom's side of the, of the equation seem to just end up breaking laws because they just can't help it. They look into those dead brown eyes of Vin Diesel and it must do something to their hearts or to their brains. Maybe it's just, maybe hearing the timbre of um, Vin Diesel's voice, maybe it just shuts down a portion of the reasoning side of the brain. I don't know. But why do these people keep committing crimes, or in this case, an international incident with a US government official holding a gun to a NATO commander? <laughs> I am Trudeau. <laughs> I don't know what he says that just yeah and why insane and, and, and why and we get towards the next scene and I'll let you get the description of the next scene out but just just listen to, bear in mind through this entire next scene there's not a hint of a NATO armed forces and why didn't they block the signal from the beginning instead of waiting until this all went 
into a shit show. Then they blocked the phone signals. It's just... This this next scene takes place in the NATO base, believe it or not. (laughs) Why are they not shooting? They're the military. They have guns. They have (laughs) tanks. They have anti-aircraft things. And the next scene happens without any of that getting involved. So Shaw's group board a moving AN-124, which is an exceptionally large plane, on an exceptionally long runway. As- which is what it says on Wikipedia and says, so that <laughs> is literally what it says. So I think someone worked out that this runway is about 37 miles long, like given the amount of time that this whole sequence takes. 37 miles long. <laughs> when your average runway is no more than a mile long at the most, at the very most. So Dom's crew naturally give chase without the support of NATO. Dom, Letty and Brian board the craft. Brian rescues Mir and somehow escapes. The plane attempts to take off, but is held down by excessive weight as the rest of the team tether the plane to their vehicles. Giselle... At, at, oh, sorry, at, at, no, at no point did the experienced pilots who are flying this Antonov AN-124, at no point did these pilots think, Let's put it back down and work out what's going on here. Let's not try and take off. Something is clearly causing a problem with the plane. We should probably stop trying to take off. No, they just keep going. They just keep fucking gunning it and trying to lift off when something is clearly pulling them back down to earth. As in, any pilot would think, hmm, maybe this plane was not meant to fly today. (laughs) There's plenty of fight scenes. Uh, Unfortunately, Giselle uh, sacrifices herself to save Han from one of Shaw's henchmen. Letty kills Riley. Um, oh, she's actually um, taken out by a... Uh, oh, no, Carano's taken out by a Camaro I had here. <laughs> this is a, yeah. a car literally runs her over and then she gets taken out finally by Riley. Um, she escapes with uh, Hobbs to safety. Uh, Don pursues Shaw and after the co- uh, computer chip. As the plane finally crashes into the ground, Shaw is That's thrown for 20 it. minutes. And Dom drives a charger out of the exploding plane. Dom reunites with his crew and gives the chip to Hobbs to secure their pardons. Dom and the others return to the old family home in Los Angeles, where Dom and his crew have a gathering to share a meal. So, this fighting, just ridiculous... Again, it's all about the action, isn't it? It's how can we make action happen in this scenario? You've got explosions, cars tethered, people getting run over, thrown off planes. It's just... Absolute bedlam. Dom somehow is still alive after it all. And then they go home, and what do they do? They have a barbecue, because that's what they oh, do. Oh, man. The, yeah, fucking... I just... This whole sequence with the plane, it's just batshit after batshit. It's cars driving up the side of it, it's cars driving into it, it's cars driving out of it. It's it's big, meaty men fighting... Like There's the rock with like one of the fucking Shaw's goons, who is about equal size to the rock. And it's just like... It's like watching two mountains slap each other. Yeah. Surreal. Um, somehow Brian's learned to fight in all this. Brian's never been a very good fighter in these nope. films. So, I mean, may- maybe being a dad has made him particularly angry. I don't know. Maybe he learned something in his one night in jail. Maybe. <laughs> um, but it's just, it goes on forever. And it involves the fucking NOS-powered grappling hook to, like, pull things down. You've got the you've got the very stupid way that um, Giselle sacrifices herself by yeah. she basically just falls off the back of the car at some point. I don't think they would have been going fast enough for her to to be assumed automatically dead at this point. <laughs> like 
Maybe injured, sure, fine. Maybe a, a fucking hefty concussion. I don't know, but it can't automatically. And she's so you accurate whilst falling as well. Yeah, you also get the fucking the the the, the double bluff of like, uh, is Dom dead? Is he not? Because you know he he bursts out he bursts out the front of the crashed plane in the car and then tries to spin it to spin the car to the side and oh no, physics happens and the car flips over. The one time physics happens in this entire fucking <laughs> season, series. And his car flips over into the fire and you're just like, oh my god, is Dom, is Dom dead or not? Until you see the big meaty silhouette of the man walk out of the fires. He's invincible. And, oh, and, and Letty and Brian, they're so relieved because their love interest is alive. <laughs> oh, kill me now, my God. Who writes this shit? Um, you also get at the fucking barbecue, you know, Elena turns up at the barbecue <laughs> while Dom's there. Fucking, uh, he's like, uh, yeah, sorry, this is Letty. This is this is the one I'm actually in love with and I went halfway around the world to find her. And she's like, it's fine. And she walks off. She says it's fine. I mean, granted, it's her stupid fault he went on this mission in the first place because she said it was all right to go and find the true love. It's like, what is she? Chop liver? <laughs> her entire focus, her entire reason for being in these, in the two films that she's been in has just been there to enable men to fuck her over. <laughs> like, what is wrong with these? I, I appreciate these, these films are written by Boys for boys, but Jesus fucking Christ, at least treat the women in your films as human fucking beings. Mia is just there to have sex with and have babies. She has no agency in any of the story at any nope. of this point. Letty is just there to look miserable and to give Dom something to be miserable about. Han is now trying to drown his sorrows, but not really, because he's kind of okay no. about losing Giselle. He's knocking back a bit, looking a bit solemn, and then decides he's off to uh, Tokyo. Yeah, and any any other woman in these films is just there to be fucking butt shotted during party scenes, or to or, or to be a fucking distraction for the bad guy. <laughs> oh, dreadful, so so bad. So yeah, um, they have their meal. Uh, they they say their grace, which seems to be this weird thing that runs throughout their movie. And then um, that's it. It's the end, or is it? No, because we get a mid credit scene, don't we? They've done the Marvel thing and given us a mid credit scene. Han is now killed again in um, a car chase where he's suddenly broadsided by the oncoming car. Um, actually, the... actually, actually to, to, to be fair, this is, they've redone the original car chase from yeah. last, uh, from Tokyo Drift. This is this is not him being killed again. This is him being killed, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> implying that the last two films were a flashback. Yeah. Uh, the driver walks away after uh, leaving Letty's cross necklace by the crash. and um, That I don't get. Nope. And then he calls Dom, saying, Dominic Toretto, you don't know me, but you're about to. And as Han's car explodes, apparently killing Han, but probably Han's back for the next movie, I'm sure. And we find out yeah. that the driver is... Jason fucking Statham. <laughs> Shaw's brother. Uh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so... Good God. We're going to meet him in the next movie. Clearly. Wonderful. Brilliant. I'm overjoyed and awaiting this one. So, according to some trivia, this is just really silly stuff that I pulled out. It's only two. Apparently, when Hobbs arrives at the barbecue... Roman remarks that they had better hide the babe oil 
to which Hobbs replies with, you better hide that big-ass forehead, was apparently improvised, and that's why Ludacris yeah. absolutely spits his drink out. So I thought that was kind of cool. A genuine reaction. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. And the calculation... It was a good line, a good line from The Rock, to be It sure. was. And the calculation, apparently, for the runway was that the car speed up and slow down during the 13 minutes that we're shown on the movie. And I've used a very conservative estimate. They were traveling at an average speed of 120 miles per hour. It's about 193 km. That's two miles every minute, which makes the wrong way. Apparently 26 miles, 42 kilometers uh, long. Allegedly. 26 miles, sorry. Yeah, Jesus fucking Christ. And apparently, uh, yeah, they're normally about 8,000 feet, which I think you said was about a mile or something, didn't you? Yeah, at the most. Just, yeah. yeah. That runway, man. I was giggling watching that. <laughs> Just never ending. Yeah. It's literally the size of somewhere maybe like the Isle of Wight or something. Do you know what I mean? It's literally a whales. It's just... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just... Oh, man. I, I, just, I just don't get it. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys, but... Pff, not impressed. So... As always, I'm going to ask you to score FF6. Where is it? Right. I can See, remind I you where we're at with those, if you like. So, so hang on. Just, just thinking at the top of my head, okay? It's definitely better than Fast 4, which I think is... Didn't we rate that one as the worst one? I'll give you the list. It's the score so okay, far. Yeah. The Fast and Furious, the first one. Paul Walker's yeah. out of 10. Yeah. Give me the veggies. Out of ten is second. So that was fast five. Too fast, too furious. James Remar's casting out of ten. Mm, that was rough. Dominic Toretto's sweater out of ten. Was uh the fourth one? Yeah, fast four. And Lucas Black's acting ability out of ten is the worst so far. Right, okay, so I think it's better than Tokyo Drift. It didn't make me as angry as Tokyo Drift. Um, but I like that more than you. Yeah. I think this is... And what are you going to score it out so, of? So, yeah. So I still, think fast, I still think the first film is the best one that we've seen. Yeah, I would agree. Um, We had Fast Five in second place. I think this is... I don't think this is... I think this is worse than Fast Five. I think just due to the sheer stupidity of it. And Fast Five was pretty stupid in places. So, yes, stick it in third place. Stick it under Fast Five. And above um, uh, Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh, yeah, it's definitely better than Too Fast, Too Furious. Um, and I will rate this uh, Roman's Massive Forehead out of ten. <laughs> like it. <laughs> oh my god did you notice um just i just just spotted it in my notes there um when when they went into the tank scene um that the, that the cars that the heroes were driving were red white and blue no i didn't know yeah it was red, oh white, my white, blue. god oh yeah oh yeah okay. it's just terrible just terrible. I just, yeah, we've got what four more to go until yeah, we've got seven, eight Hobbs and Shaw, and nine, and then apparently ten 
is imminent. Well, that's, that's clearly going to be delayed since Justin Lin's just dropped off the project. So, Yeah, I think they've already got a got to... new director already lined up, apparently. Yeah but, yeah, but they're not, going to, they're not going to get going fast, are they? <laughs> Ironically. So, yeah, I am not... I am not enthused. <laughs> I can't even imagine what they can do on the next movie, really, honestly. I just don't see where this is going now. <clears throat> is there any idea where it's going? <laughs> no. No, that's the problem. No one knows where the fuck this is going. But I think... Oh, my God. That's it. We thank you all for listening. Let's see how they bring back Han in the next movie from being a crispy peeking duck. And uh, I think I'm going to take the easy way out with a franchise like Gal Gadot did and jump off the plane. I think I've had enough. You're not, you're, no, 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 no. You're not, you're not leaving me alone to do this. I'm not watching these films alone. <laughs> no. You're, you are staying here to the bitter end with me. But I want to do what she did. I want to do what she did. I want to leave. I want to start I want watching to do what these. She did. I want to watch no, something No, no, if I've, got to, if I've got to suffer it, if I've got to suffer it, you've got to suffer it too. <sighs> Um, uh, so yeah. where are we this week I don't think I'm going to be able to get to watch it this week so let's try and well, get it in yeah, for the I next mean, we week were, we, we, well we were doing them every two weeks so we'll try we'll, we'll try and get back to that so yeah um, thank you everyone for listening I hope you enjoyed this one <laughs> I, I think we're putting this one out for free to get people back into it aren't we we're yeah. not just putting this on the Patreon yeah, so if if you're not a Patreon, if you're not a patron yet, jo- join us on the Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash modern escapism so you can hear the rest of our bullshit about this. Um, and otherwise, visit the website modernescapism.co.uk. The Dragon's Dreamer score cheap's a thing we do if you like D&D and it's less stupid than this even though we make it up on the spot. Less cars. Um, yeah. yeah. We- worse accents, but sure. More plots. Um, uh, Sometimes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, thank you for listening to this, everybody. Thank it's you. been horrifying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get right. This is crazy, man. What are you talking about now? I'm sitting here looking at these images. It's like we're hunting our evil twins. I mean, look at this black dude right here. He's handsome. Clearly, that's me. We got a white Hobbs. This is Han. Tess, it's an African in a beanie. That's like your mini-me, man. <laughs> hey, Brian, when did you do this photo shoot? I'm just playing, man. We know you're the prettiest blonde around here. <laughs>